You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Dave Hooker Show. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Objective insight, expertise, top guest. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off the Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Also available on offthehooksports.com. I compute and obey. Now to Dave Hooker. Ready. We are absolutely loaded up, so here we go as roll into November with playoff spots still on the line. It's going to be even better next year when it's 12-team playoff, but I'm not going to convince Caleb of that today, but we've got plenty to talk about. Fred White will join us at Football Friday with Fred. The VFL, former Tennessee safety, joins us as he does each and every Friday. And that's brought to you, of course, by our friends at Harold Group Security Solutions, leadership experience, specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time. So Harold Group Security Solutions. Who do you need to root for this weekend other than Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin and his big foot in his mouth, which we'll get to? Who do you want to root for? Who helps the balls possibly get into a four-team playoff? this year if things really 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 break the right way i love missouri prop bets uh, we'll get to those a little bit later in the program and again hey no or hell no uh, hey now or hell no will be what we will tackle uh the uh, rooting interest for the vols it's just good good to have rooting interest right i mean you don't want to go into november and have zero opportunity to make the college football playoff I mean, you don't want to head into November with three losses or four losses already on your schedule. Then you're in a whole nother realm of college football than the rest of the world, right? 
Yeah, but this is also why you're right. If your idea is to not have any rooting interest because you wish you were in control of your own destiny, right. but it's better to like. This is why the four-team playoff or the BCS of the old days was awesome. Because if you're a team like Tennessee, you watch Tennessee, but then you have to watch like seven other games and say, man, if this works, this works, and it draws the ratings up for all the games. That's what I love about the sport. It does. I think that I think we're still going to see some of that to a lesser extent with the 12-team playoff. But again, you, you and I disagree on that. We can get to that uh, here in a little bit. You pulled up some interesting numbers and that will lead us to today's tough question. And today's tough question is brought to you by our very good friend, new to the program, Don Self State Farm in the Collegedale, Udawa area. Today's tough question is right about now. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of offthehooksports.com. So I've got this on our YouTube channel, so please vote there. We would love to hear your thoughts. Tennessee, comparatively to Missouri, where do the Vols stand? Where do they actually stand against Missouri? So give our options, Caleb, if you will, on the YouTube channel, and then I'll get your thoughts and why you think it, this is a very pertinent conversation. As again, I remind you that it's brought to you by our friends at Don Self State Farm. Customer service still matters. I know you're shopping for the best deal out there, but State Farm agent Don Self and his team take customer service seriously for well over 40 years. They have built their business and reputation on taking care of their customers in College Dell and Udawa, as well as the greater Chattanooga area. Customer service still matters. All right. Um, Missouri still matters. Definitely. It's the team that's next up on the ball's schedule. And it's a better team than what many people thought to begin the season. And it's a football team that could uh, certainly beat Tennessee because Tennessee has been far from perfect. But today's tough question, the way I stated it on our YouTube channel, that's what I want to get your take on more than anything. So uh, if you can pull that up, or I can as well, Caleb, because I'm going to give everybody three choices. And I thought these choices out as closely as I could. So if you can uh, feel free to go your own way if you feel like it. But Pick one of the three. That would be helpful. Okay. Missouri's program is less than UT's, greater than UT's, and then we have too close to call. Seventy. We, we know our audience. 75% say less than UT's. Missouri's program is less than UT's. 25% say too close to call. I feel very strongly that as a football program, Tennessee is significantly better than Missouri, but Caleb doesn't think of these questions at the 3.45 a.m. production meeting just for funsies. He's got numbers. He's got stats behind him to make me second-guess my decision. That's what you do, you vixen Caleb Calhoun year. So, Let's just take a sip of coffee at the same time. Can Does yes. that screen coffee sponsor for someone? I just did this, guys, to trigger Dave who absolutely despises Missouri as a football Not player. a fan. Not a fan. Very pretentious. Very pretentious. You know? You're not Harvard. Since the turn of this century, it's too close to call. Okay, no. No caveats. No, you I am it. doing caveats. No, you said okay. since the turn of the century as a whole. Well, we can play your little game of since the turn of the century, but as a whole, there's no comparing the two football programs. Can we agree on that? Is there? Is there? Are we sure? Who's Missouri's Neyland? I don't know. I really don't. When did Neyland retire? 
Well, 40, 52, I think. I 1952. 71 years ago. You have okay. to go back 71 years to say who is Missouri's Neyland. Before pre-integration, I always said, like, those championships should, should count for half, basically. So I'm sorry. This is going to... This is going to be my soapbox because I think it is something that has derailed Tennessee football as a program since firing Philip Fulmer. It is a program that has believed that it has a right to win 11 games because of its history. And in many cases for Tennessee, it's ancient history. It's not Tennessee since integration has one national title in 1998. One outside of that, they haven't won one since Harry Truman was president. And if you take out the 95 to 98 run, Dave, that four-year period. Pretty big, pretty big takeout. It's a pretty big pull. But anyway. Yeah, but you're that that's it. You it you have four years that allows Tennessee to be closer to that allows Tennessee fans to believe they're on the Alabama level than they are on the Missouri level. But I'm gonna tell you this. Missouri as a program is a heck of a lot closer to Tennessee than Tennessee is to Alabama if you look at actual success. And I think the reason for that is because Tennessee feels that they are Tennessee has a Notre Dame mentality. I'm just going to say it. And they've had it for a while and it's been to their detriment. And the Notre Dame mentality is, and, and Michigan has it. The, for those who don't know what that mentality is, the mentality is a belief that because of who you are as a program, you don't have to do anything creative or outside the box to be great. Just your program itself will be great on its own. And that's where you get the Derek Dooley's being hired. That's where you get the Jeremy Pruitt's being hired. That's where you get... Lack of any imagination over a 10 to 15 year period. Well, no, wait, sorry, a second, wait a second. Wait a second. You, you, you would have liked the Lane Kiffin hire. He was about being different. I would have loved, I loved, I, I would have loved the Lane Kiffin hire. Absolutely. Yeah, but Lane Kiffin would have worked out. So, yes, yeah, I mean, that... Derek Dooley and even Butch Jones, that's a lack of imagination hire. Like, it, it, he was probably the most qualified on paper of all the hires that Tennessee made during that decade of dysfunction. But that is still a lack of imagination hire. At least Lane Kiffin was an imagination hire. And um, yeah, but he, here's 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 my thing, and this is kind of like the COVID thing. Okay, people say, uh, "How's business?" And they say, "Well, it's coming back." Uh, you know, when I talk to business people in the street, they say it's coming back. It's um, not quite pre-COVID, but you're there. You know, was, there was COVID, affected business. Yeah, I mean, we got got that. So to me, the decade of dysfunction. Is COVID for Tennessee's football history? Yeah, but Dave, your history. No, no, no. no. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. You're cutting out the great part. I'm cutting out the bad part. I think when you look at Tennessee as a whole, when you take out that decade of dysfunction, you're talking about a program more times than not competes for an SEC championship. Right or wrong? Wrong. Absolutely wrong. And more times than not, more than fifty percent, they haven't been in the competition for an SEC championship. Since you know how many SEC championships Tennessee has since 1970, that's not by default, that's outright. Uh, I want to say 12, 14 since 1970. I said since 1970. Okay, what was it? Two, two, okay, 97 to 98. Now, Tennessee fans love to say the 85 team was an SEC championship team. You won that SEC championship because Florida was on probation, Florida was the SEC champion that year. You also won the SEC championship in 1990 because Florida was on probation. Florida was okay. the SEC champion that year. And in 1989, you had to split it with Alabama and Auburn. And But take me down the path, though, that you were going earlier. Please hit the like and subscribe button to tell Caleb just how wrong he is. As 
Uh, take me down the similar path. What's Mizzou accomplished in the past 20 well, or since 19, uh, be 33 years, I guess. In the past 33, yeah. You said since 1970-ish? 53 years, 53, 53 years. Yeah. Well, I can tell you Math. this since they both, I mean, I didn't track Mizzou all the way back there, but I can tell you this, Mizzou, Tennessee, head-to-head breakdown, Tennessee didn't lead, does lead the series, but it's six to five. That's not dominant one way or the other. Missouri is a lot closer to Tennessee than Tennessee is to Florida or Alabama or even Georgia, for that matter. Let me ask you this question. I'm going to make it really simple. Let me me ask you this question. And if you you disagree with me, then and you've got a good reason, then I'll say you're right. Missouri's a better program or too close to call or whatever you want to use. I think Tennessee's considerably a better program. I think Tennessee's on that top 15 tier. I think they're about three or four, maybe five teams on that elite elite tier. And I think after the top 15, there's another considerable drop-off, my opinion. All right. So you're a coach, and you're offered the head coaching job at Missouri or Tennessee to start the 2024 season. I don't want to talk about personnel. I don't want to talk about all that stuff. I just want to talk about which job are you taking. Answer me that, uh, Caleb, and it's brought to you by Tennessee Cider Company, the regional hard cider of the Smoky Mountains. Use the promo code HAT to receive some free swag with your cider order, available most anywhere in the U.S., tnsidercompany.com tnsidercompany.com promo code hat free swag all right you're um you may be laying kiffin looking for a job here before long because he could get fired a little miss which job would you be more interested in the tennessee okay, or missouri job you gotta let me flesh this out tennessee okay. easily tennessee okay, and don't and don't use Lane kiffin that further complicates it sorry i was yeah. being silly tennessee easily tennessee is the better job it was probably the better job 10 years ago. NILs made it a top 15 job. I'm talking about actual production on the field. I hardly count. If 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 you won a national championship before college football integrated, it barely counts. It, it's like it's half a national championship, okay? College football before the modern era, I'm sorry. Vanderbilt had a great program in the 1900s. We're not counting that, okay? So it, it's it's you've got to like weight things as for recency bias. And so, yes, Tennessee is the better job. I think Tennessee has a bit of a Texas A&M issue where they have mismanaged their advantages. So, Dave, you talk about the great period of Tennessee from what was it? Really, it was 95 to 98. I'll go 89 to 04, 16 years where they went straight to to a bowl. But, Dave, you told me how ahead of the curve Tennessee was during that time on a lot of things in terms of playing national games. They also benefited from other programs being bad. And here's what I'm saying. Tennessee is not a program. There are about five or six that are in this category, maybe up to eight or nine. Tennessee is not a program where they can just hire a bad coach and automatically win 10 games. There are about eight or nine schools that can do that. And Tennessee's not one of those. I think and they're a, I think they're a program that can win eight or nine. No, Butch we Jones have that. proof of that. They hired Derek Dooley, and they couldn't win eight games for three years. Well, he years. was below average, but let's say Butch That's Jones. That's what I mean. C minus. Yes, yes, but okay. Mike Shula was below average at Alabama. I think Derek Dooley and Mike Shula are on the same level. Mike Shula had a ten win season and a top ten finish. Gene Stallings is yeah. average and won a national title. And so I, you know, it's. I think Tennessee is not. They're a slight step below now. NIL might change this. NIL might change this, and we don't know where NIL is going. But I'm talking about if you look at production since 2000, neither team has won a conference title since Missouri joined the East. Missouri has 
Tennessee's played for the SEC title three times since 2000. Missouri's played for the SEC title twice, even though Missouri didn't join until 12 years after 2000. So Tennessee leads the SEC East Championships three to two this century with Missouri having not even played in the SEC for 12 years. Okay, now let's do other things. Let's do other points. Um, Top 10 finishes. We could say that top five finishes. Missouri leads two to one. Top 10 finishes. Tied two to two. Finished season ranked in the AP poll. Tennessee does lead that eight to five. Unclaimed Will somebody on the message board help me for a second? Did Caleb ever answer the question? Unclaimed national championships. Missouri. Won the you... I said Tennessee's the better job. I said Tennessee's okay. the better job. Okay. I said Missouri has been close, has been in the same tier as Tennessee in terms of production this century, and you guys don't want to admit it because you're stuck in the whole, we're Tennessee, we can do whatever. That's why you had a decade of dysfunction. You had a decade of dysfunction because you were so committed to resting on your laurels. It's the same reason Notre Dame hasn't won a national title since 1989, and the same reason Michigan has half a national title since 1947. This is a challenge to Tennessee, okay? Actually make an effort to be creative, and Danny White's doing that, but don't rest on your laurels you had a decade of dysfunction because you believed that you could were all destined to win 10 games no matter what. Okay, but, that's but let me you ask you this, the, the current setup of just the AD, the head coach on down, would you take Tennessee or Missouri? Tennessee. I, I love the So you're setup. saying you take the Tennessee job and you take what Tennessee has currently over Missouri. To me, that tells yes. me that Missouri is not a better program. I would say that, no, I said, what's the production like? On a, The production has been very similar. And in recent years very very similar and i think tennessee fans this is a reality check for tennessee fans one tennessee fans got lucky that former was forced out and danny white was hired but that was a that was a lucky thing that happened wasn't it dave yes it um, was and i think the dave you told me if i'm crazy do you not think the culture of tennessee believing that they were destined to win 10 games calls the decade of dysfunction more than anything else the belief I that they fans. could just hire anybody yeah, I think fans were a lot spoiled. Uh, I, I think they thought the 10 day, 10 wins was just another day at the office. It's not. It's time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for a new segment on the program that I just developed in the past 30 seconds. It's a hey now or hell no. So Caleb's going to give you your rooting interest for the weekend. If I say this team has a chance because Tennessee needs some help to make the college football playoff. If I think they have a chance, I'm going to give you a hey now. All right. If I don't, then Peyton Manning's going to give you a. They're like, that is total bullshit. All right. So let's start with Ole Miss, Georgia. Do you think that's a realistic win, Caleb, for the Rebels? Okay, this is the one Tennessee needs more than anything else. I know this is kind of the one A, B, C, D, E, and F, yes. isn't it? You need yes, it's 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 everything. And Ole Miss doesn't have a realistic chance. Sorry, George. Yeah, yeah you're right, and I hate to say that, but Peyton agrees. <laughs> like that is total bullshit. They, I mean, with this stuff coming out about Lane, I know we're going to get into it later, but for goodness gracious, you can't go to a Shoney's and try to talk a lady out of a sexual assault charge, and it's a lot like taking a guy into your office and trying to talk about suing the university. You, just, you can't do those things. 
Who does those things? I covered one of those things. That was 20, that was 30, that was 25 years ago. I mean, yeah, who oh, yeah. meets with, yeah, Philip Wilmer met with a, an assault victim at a Shoney's the Sunday after. This is the same thing. I know we're going to get into this later, but this is the, it's the same thing. You can't monkey around with an ongoing legal investigation. All right, so uh, Utah. Uh, over Washington, why do the Vols need a Utah to beat uh, the Huskies? So for the the for college football playoff hopes, one of the best chances is if Washington and Oregon can stumble down the stretch and they can both finish with two losses. So then Tennessee, if they back into the SEC title game, um, that's that would be the next step. And I think Utah, even though it's at Washington, has a realistic shot at Washington because Utah plays good defense. And I think Washington's riding an emotional high after beating USC. I, I think it's going to be a little hard for them to come back and, and and play the same type of level this week against Utah. I agree with all that. Hey now. Southern California over Oregon. Well, yeah, I mean, the way Southern Cal's offense is, I'll go ahead and give that a hey now. Now, their defense may give up 70 points and they lose 70 to 69, but their offense is so good. I can't count them out of any game. If they played Georgia on Saturday, I wouldn't take the, the money line no matter what it was. Yeah, that's where I am too. And and if USC beats, so think about this, Dave. If Utah beats Washington, USC beats Oregon. Oregon has two losses, and then Oregon and Washington, and then like the Pac-12 goes wide open. There's still a very good chance that no Pac-12 team makes the playoff because they just beat each other up. Even though I think it's been the best conference in football this year, it's it's kind of the old. Remember the SEC in the early 2000s had trouble getting a team into the national title game because they kept beating each other up, and yep. that might be the Pac-12 this year. TCU TCU over. Oh, so by the way, I'm going to give a big, uh, hey now. yeah, there's no doubt that USC could beat Oregon TCU over Texas. Uh, what's the spread on that? You s- uh, the on? spread. I have not seen it. I do know that Quinn Ewers is back. So I don't know if that's going to change anything for you just right off the bat. Um, or if yeah. you think Quinn Ewers being not healthy might actually hurt. It's Texas by 12. It's at TCU. Like, uh, total bullshit. I don't see Texas dropping this one. I don't either. I don't either. Uh, Michigan over Penn state. I mean, that's, yeah, Michigan, um, you, here's the thing you don't want if you're Tennessee and you're trying to get into a playoff, or if you're any team, honestly, you don't want a three-way tie where Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State all have one loss, because then there's an argument that all three could go to the college football playoff. And if Penn State beats Michigan this weekend, and then Michigan beats Ohio State, that's exactly what happens. So you desperately want Penn State out of the picture, and meaning you're going to beat Penn State. Okay, a couple more. Uh, It's hey now or hell no. Uh, brought to you by Sports Wait, Treasures. Which one? Carrying... Yes. Oh, that's not an upset, I guess. Never mind. Sorry. You're right. You don't have to hang out or hell know that. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Sports Treasures. Carrying over 5 million sports treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. Go to Facebook.com and look at Sports Treasures TN. Again, Sports Treasures TN.com. So Michigan over Penn State, I will say, is... I think it's a possibility because everything that's going on in Michigan, as a matter of fact, I mean, it has to be a possibility because I picked it. I picked Penn State in the upset. You know, I don't like the Nittany lines, but I think there's just too much going on at Michigan. I think people are leaking stuff behind the scenes. I think this is going to get ugly. I think they want Jim Harbaugh out. I think he wants out. I just don't see how they have any semblance of team for the craziness that's going on there with the sign stealing scandal. Uh, quick note and breaking just, news on that real quick. I just want to bring this up because yes. I'm seeing this on Twitter now. According to on three and some other reporting, the Big Ten is preparing a notice of disciplinary action against Michigan ahead of Penn State. The hearing it, they're hearing this morning that it could be a three game suspension for Harbaugh that starts now. 
like right now, which would mean that he's suspended for Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State down the stretch of the season. Well, he should be because if he wasn't aware of it, he should have been aware of it. Um, and the I, I did talk to some, some people familiar with Tennessee's program, and I said, if this something like this happened, how much would it affect Josh Heupel since obviously he – is built on offense and offensive success. And they, they said they really didn't think it would. That the main thing that after that this guy was after, what's his name? Then he have some crazy Connor like Stallion. That. Yeah, Connor Stallion is his name. Hookers love stallions. That's, that sounds like a made up Connor Stallion. That is a definitely that is a porn name if there ever was one. I know. Well, <laughs> Skinamax. It's 1 p.m. 1 a.m. 1 p.m. It's 1 a.m. Connor I mean, Stallions takes to the be screen fair, in his debut. Michigan's rival school had the guy with the greatest porn name ever, Magic Johnson. But, you know, it's uh... a... <laughs> yeah. uh, so, anyway, uh, that being said, I don't... Um, I think Penn State wins. But as far as the Tennessee thing that I was going to uh, give you a little bit of insight on, they said really what the defense coordinators are looking for are personnel groupings. So Tennessee plays pretty much... Um, one offense the whole time, which means one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. So that their groupings don't change throughout the drive. So even if somebody tried to pull this off, it wouldn't be as effective against Tennessee for reasons that I just shared. Now, that doesn't mean that a couple of notes couldn't have been passed along to South Carolina, as Caleb brought up. That's certainly possible. And these coaches. And it's about the defensive signs more than it is the offensive signs. Yeah. I don't, and I these don't, coaches. Yeah, I'm not worried about Tennessee's offensive signs. Yeah, and these coaches talk all the time. So to get a to get some sort of boost uh, from uh, from another team or another coach that you used to work with that is um, at another school, not a surprise. What I think this whole thing is the Michigan sign stealing thing. I think it's a case of one got over one guy got overzealous, and he was able to get this information. He got more and more and more. They didn't want to ask about it, so they kept taking the information. And he went from a sports fan to uh, an assistant head coach. Just one way to do it, I guess. Rick Terry Jewelry Design. We want to be your jeweler looking for affordable game day jewelry. How about the Fire Opals at Tennessee Tradition? RickTerryJewelry.com. RickTerryJewelry.com. All right. And Miami, Florida State. Tennessee would love, by the way, they would have loved Virginia to beat Louisville last night. Didn't happen. Uh, Virginia almost pulled it off. I didn't think they were going to hold Louisville 131 to 24, but sticking with the ACC, Miami, Florida State, outside shot, but Tennessee would love to see Miami try to pull off the upset against Florida State. But Dave, I think I know where you're going with that one. They're like, that is total bullshit. Yes. Uh, Chuck, uh, you're the only one watching on Facebook. We just started broadcasting on Facebook. We've got uh, thousands of other watching and listening on other streams. So, Chuck, thanks for joining us. I tell the one, the only, Mike Stoll, I said hello. That was the only football player that asked me to be in his wedding. I made such a crazy mockery of it. Nobody asked me again. No, I'm kidding. I was just making her chill, dude. Well, you know, Buzz Peterson asked Michael Jordan to be in his wedding, but I don't think he was even at Michael Jordan's wedding. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. Michael Jordan said, I'll take a, it'll take a $5,000 down payment, a $50,000 appearance fee. Uh, I it didn't take that much for me. I was uh, glad to be a part of Mike Stoll's wedding. Um, and, you know, I think it's, I don't think we need to talk about the, the uh, bachelor party with a bunch of Tennessee football players the week before, do we? We don't need to go there, right? Dave was probably just thrilled to be a part of that. 
No, uh, no, we didn't even talk about that. All right, so coming up, it'll be Fred White next. We absolutely love him. Fred will give us his insight into the Vols this upcoming weekend. Give me two minutes. He's Caleb Calhoun. Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker, Off Oak Sports. Sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK Vision Correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Sports Treasures in North Knoxville is one of the South's largest sports cards and memorabilia dealers, featuring over 10 million sports cards from vintage to modern. Sports Treasures carries a full line of hobby boxes, singles, autographed memorabilia, Tennessee ball collectibles, fan cave decorations, and so much more. See a museum full of collectibles at Sports Treasures, 4819 North Broadway in Fountain City, and Sports Treasures on Facebook. Sports Treasures, where the real sports fan goes to shop. Have you seen the latest TriStar Hats Co. product? TriStar Hats Co., what's that? You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me. Ah, gotcha. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can I get them? Simple. TriStarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED. With the promo code HOOKED, you get 10% off. That's HOOKED. And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at TriStarHatsCo.com. That's TriStarHatsCo.com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to TriStarHatsCo.com for the best quality and customer service. Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code HOOKED. That's HOOKED when I do to save an additional 10% off. TriStarHatsCo.com. TriStar Hats Co. is a trademark of TriStar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited. What's up, everybody? This is Jacob Warren asking you to like, subscribe, and share. Dave needs this. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard! The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. All right, Fred White to join us here just momentarily. Click that like button. Subscribe if you haven't to this point. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, recent boost in our subscribers, recent boost in our listeners has been pretty uh, seismic, and we appreciate that. Colton asking uh, Uncle Hook at the bachelor party. Yeah, so we're trying to, I'm trying to become, I think there's a new line of clothing in this that could be on our merch shop, Uncle Hook. What do you think? Is there something there? I think there's something there. I think now that he's not working, you should do that and then do a commercial selling the shirts with Ed Orgeron in it. There's no so it for you. <laughs> yeah, you could do it in a heartbeat. I only have so many impressions. I have Keith Morrison. Oh, that pesky DNA. And I have um, Ed Orgeron. So, and I've got I'm Alec Baldwin. So those are pretty much all I have. Those are my three. What about John Adams? Oh, well, everybody can do it, John. I, oh, my knee's killing me. My God's got this. Well, the, well everybody does it. I, I just, you know, I'm just, <laughs> what? Everybody does not Ed Orgeron, too, though. Ed Orgeron and Steve Spurrier are the most imitated coaches in SEC history. Yeah. Okay, so what are we hearing um, with, with, this, with this Michigan thing? Uh, we're waiting for a report to come down. I apologize if you're watching. This is slightly dated, but that happens on a Friday news dump day. By the way, 
the Big Ten, they don't want Michigan to get in trouble, right? Well, the Big Ten's the one coming down on Michigan. and But, so... I mean, intrinsically, if it's something they could avoid altogether, if this never even happened, that would be their preference. So their well, second preference I, I... would be the second preference would be an argument to let them off the hook completely. I'll tell you the Big Ten. Well, here's what the Big Ten wants. Here's how they can avoid this altogether. They want Michigan. And by the way, Big Ten officials are going to be. I, watch out for Big Ten officials this weekend because I don't tell me they're not in on this. Whoa. They want. How would they be in on what? Wait, let me let me finish. They want Michigan to be completely knocked out of the playoff race in Ohio State or Penn State to be the team to get in. That's what the Big Ten wants because they're that that that's easy for them because then they can levy the punishment without having to worry about costing themselves a, a college football playoff team in the in in there. Are you telling so, me that somebody at the Big Ten office calls the officials and says, hey, Bob, how are you and uh, Lucy doing? We're doing great. How about you and the kids? We're all great. Well, that's good, Bob. I need you to throw the Michigan game. Yes. That doesn't happen, Caleb. That's the craziest gonna, thing that, I've ever hey, heard. Dave, Dave, Dave. The SEC is still mad to this day about the national title revenue they lost with Tennessee losing to LSU in 2001. What happened three years later when Tennessee played Auburn and Auburn was undefeated and had an outside shot at the national title? Remember when Tennessee really fought their guts off to try to almost beat Auburn in the SEC title game? Remember the really questionable penalties that were called in that game? The holding penalty on the Cedric Houston touchdown, the pass interference on, I think it was Rashawn Fellows, that was not a pass interference. You remember that? Yeah, but aren't you kidding? I mean, I, I can't imagine for a second the Big I don't Ten think it, I don't think they rig it. I think they lean a certain way if they work for the conference. This is why conferences shouldn't have officials. I've been very big on this from the start. I'm very much against conferences having their own officials. Okay. I'm just – I don't think there's anything that orchestrated going on or that nefarious. You don't think game six of the 2002 Western Conference Finals was orchestrated because they needed a game seven because they knew the winner of that would sweep uh, the the Nets in the finals? You don't think the Lakers-Kings Western Conference Finals was rigged in 02? No. Oh, my gosh. Game six, 27 free throws for L.A. in the fourth quarter. Kobe elbows Mike Bibby in the face. Uh, An official who has gone to prison testified under oath that that game was fixed. But here's been my take on officiating from the get-go. Big picture, look at this. If you manipulate your officials whatsoever, you have Pete Rose. You have torn up the integrity of your game. If if Michigan has has done anything like that, and it certainly appears they should they have, they should be punished. And Harbaugh should be punished during the season. So don't get me wrong on that. I just don't think the Big Ten wants it to happen, and I sure as heck don't think the Big Ten president's calling his uh, individual officials and saying it would be great if Penn State had a good day and Ohio State had a good day and Michigan didn't. That's not that's not happening, Caleb. I'm saying it's happening. I'm saying it's happening. Somebody who works in the Big Ten office is walking by an official and like, it'd be really easy for the whole conference if uh, the official if the Michigan. Let's let's see how the officiating goes on Saturday. Let's see how the officiating goes on Saturday. And I'm just, the 2002 Western Conference Finals was a rigged job. The Kings should have won it that year. They should have been NBA champions. Chris Weber should have had a ring that makes up for his pathetic timeout when he played at Michigan in, in 1992 or whatever. Okay, Chris Weber should have a championship. He got cheated. 
because they needed a game seven because they knew the finals wasn't was going to be a sweep. That was the biggest rig job in the history of sports. And it was obvious. And I will say that on this show, Dave, and I don't care. <laughs> and- I always thought the one that if you, if you want to talk conspiracies, the one that held the most water was the Michael Jordan was suspended for baseball for gambling. Oh, absolutely. I the, yeah. I love the timing of him walking away, but uh, that to me is a bigger macro picture where you're going to him and saying, as a businessman, you need to go another way for a while to protect both of our businesses. Fred White joins us now. I just saw him pop up at the screen. Has he been there long, Caleb? I don't see him on my end. Oh, okay. Fred, have you been there long? I just saw you. I've been here for about uh, 30 seconds. Okay. That's not too bad then. <laughs> Look at Fred rocking the Tennessee Cider Company. Use the promo code HAT, the promo code HAT, and you'll get free swag to uh, Tennessee Cider. We were just talking about this. Uh, has have there has there ever been a time where you've been in a game that you not you not only thought the officials were inept, like not good, but you thought that they had an agenda for a specific team? Well, yeah. Every time oh, they call, look they call at him. on us. Fred's out it every time they call a call. Yeah, I thought they were out to get us. Absolutely. Fred, do you, you did- not think that <clears throat> Big Ten officials, do you not think the Big Ten might be on the call? Somebody's going to just say in passing to officials, it'd be really great if Michigan could get knocked out of the playoff race so we just can easily give them their punishment. You don't think there's going to be a few calls in Penn State's favor this Saturday to try to get Michigan knocked out? I hope not, because if that's the case, then you are, you're now in a situation where you can manipulate games by getting to the officials. And that that's something I don't want to happen. That kills the integrity of the game. You, you know, a few years ago, you had that um, NBA guy who um, came out and said he did some things with games, and, and it, it hurt the integrity of the game. Like, you you created a situation where you may have called Sacramento a chance to go to the championship game, and they had a really good basketball team that year. I don't want to see a team that's supposed to be in the championship not make it because of somebody made a bad call simply because they have a grudge against someone. That's not That's not good for the integrity of the game. Get your thoughts on board with uh, Fred White. Fred, nice enough to join us as he does each and every Friday. It's a football Friday with Fred, and it's brought to you by Herald Group Security Solutions, leadership experience, specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time. Avoid those tragedies. Do that by going to Herald Group <coughs> Security Solutions. They're right down below. Click on them. Tell your workplace administrator or your school administrator, hey, Children, workplace need to be safe. Let's avoid those tragedies. Herald Group, Security Solutions. Um, as far as officiating, uh, all the talk about Michigan and stealing signs. If there were anything, so Fred was really good. And I want to give him kudos for something he did. This is before the internet. Fred was really good at doing his research, and it had to do <laughs> with the mom's name, the uh, w- girlfriend or wife's name, uh, perhaps child's name, and that he would call out that name repeatedly during the game. That's research. That's good stuff. But Fred, from a a, a sign sending standpoint, is there any one thing that you could see that you think would really help you as a player during the game? Or does that have to be up at the coaching level? You we look at signs, too, um, as being on the football field. You you think Steve Spurrier didn't know what we were doing when we called our signs? We played them in 1998 was the first time we actually changed our signs. And we did that amongst us. Uh, Deion Grant, Dwayne Gilbert, and Steve Johnson, we did that amongst us uh, and our, our secondary guys. We just said, you know what? 
coach, they may have our signals. So how about we do this just in case? Instead of calling quarters how we used to, quarters was called this. This was now two five, meaning like cover two with five on the backside. If you had to have, if you had a short backside, we would change it. This was two five, hand on head, hand on hip. That was two five. Now we're going cover eight with that. We did that for the entire first half of the game, and that that was a change from what we normally did. And then we went right back to the our regular way in the fourth quarter. We changed it in, in the fourth quarter. Hey man, everything now is regular call. Let's go back to regular call. And what we did. So if they had our signals beforehand, we found ways to come, you know, combat it by doing those things. And that's something I know we did in 1998. We played against Florida. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. Fred, how much of that is just normal business as a football team? You should be changing up your signs. If not every game, then pretty close, right? Well, I mean, you got to have, you have to, I've talked to a lot of Florida guys that we played against Fred Taylor for, and, uh, Jacquez Green being some of my friends and had some conversations with them and they, <laughs> we knew everything y'all were doing. And they knew what our hand signals were. So Florida's so, I mean, former was, players admitted to you, we knew what you were doing. Yeah, we knew what you guys were doing. We, we knew y'all were playing cover four or we playing cover two. We knew it. Okay, so what was more significant? You outsmarting them with the different signals or the fact that you guys were uber talented? I think the fact that we were uber talented is more than anything, but then we also changed our signals up just in case. And we did that against some of the good teams. We did it against Georgia. We did it against Auburn. Um, we did it against teams that we felt like had an edge that could, you know, give us some issues and give us some problems. We did those type of things. Just to say, okay, man, we're going to switch this up this game. This is different. This is what we're going to do different so that these guys don't know exactly what we're doing. Cover three call used to be um, three and play it. You know, and we changed that to, why lose one robber? Robber was just this. And we started changing that to cover three. I mean, it was just certain little things like that that we did and we picked up on in games. You go back and you look at some of those games and you'll see our hand signals. Every team has them. But you also can use your, they give you a, a wristband. You can always use your wristband and, and go cover five or four or whatever that coverage is. You can do those things. But they can give you a second, they can give you a different wristband at halftime. I mean, when I was in San Francisco, they did that. Interesting. All right. Great stuff there. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, let's get to four downs. Take a look at this Missouri game. And uh, four downs is brought to you by our friends at the Hemp House. They've got the Big Orange Crunch. Check it out. The Big Orange Crunch. Use the promo code HOOKED. It's 10% off at Hemp House Chat with two T's.com. They're right below. Support our sponsors. That's why we're here. Four downs is now. Four downs, four questions, four answers. The Dave Hooker Show. Four, four, four downs. A presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. All right, here we go. As our guy Cooper Mays will lead us into it, and we certainly appreciate that, Cooper. What do people need to do that like the channel, Coop? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. 
Thank you. We appreciate that. All right. First down for Fred. Coop here. First down. Uh, first down, Fred. Tennessee is more likely to have one interception or three sacks against Missouri. You have to pick one or two. I'm going to go with three sacks. In order for us to be able to win this game, we got to have at least four or five sacks. I think um, I think our defensive line has to move that quarterback out of the pocket. You got to push the pocket up in the middle, and you got to make some creation ways where we can have some sacks. Those things are going to create different situations for us. It'll create long down and distance, make him throw the ball faster than what he wants to. But also, we may have more than one sack, more than one interception, if that's the case. But I'll take the three sacks. The three sacks means we're getting after the quarterback. Yep, no, I agree. Uh, Tennessee's leading rusher will be whom against Missouri? Oh, sorry, what down was that, Coop? Cooper Mays here, second down. He gets so mad at me, Fred, when I don't let him be a part of the bit. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jalen. I'm going to go with Jalen Wright being the, the leader when it comes to rushing yards. I'll probably give him about 75, 80 yards. And, and I, I think the other guys will give us a good substantial amount of carries or just amount of yards. But I think the guy who's going to give us the biggest stat line when it comes to rushing and receiving, I think that would be um, Samson. Okay, Dylan Samson. I think the the rushing yards are going to go to right. Okay, I can see that. All right, what down, Coop? I'm not leaving you out of the bit, Coop. Just Sal, you got to say your part. Tennessee center Cooper Mays here, (laughs) third down. Um, All right, this is my prediction. Squirrel White has been on the verge of a major, major breakout game that, like, who's that guy? Jalen Hyatt-style game. I'm not saying five touchdowns and 250 yards receiving like against Alabama, but I think he's been on the verge of a breakout game for quite some time. I've got uh, Squirrel White at 85 and a half yards. Would you take the over or the under? I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. I'll take the over simply because (laughs) – I think the middle of the, that defense is going to be wide open for him. If we can get Joe to get that ball to him in, in open spaces, I think he will get over 100 yards in this game. I watched a few weeks ago where he had 10 catches for 100 some yards. I'm looking for him to have about seven for about 135. I'd like to see that. And at least two tugs. Yep, I can see that. Um, and then uh, let's get to the last down here, Coop. Uh, here we go. All SEC center Cooper Mays here, fourth down. How many points do the Vols need to score to win this football game? We would be having this discussion last year, and we'd say 50s and 60s and all those crazy things. Now we're a little bit more into reality. How many points does Tennessee need to score to beat the Tigers? I'm going to say 35. That's a good one. I felt like if you just said 32, I could still see Missouri winning, but 35. I don't know why, but that's right where my number was. I don't know what that says about you or me, Fred, but why, why did you pick 35? Well, I just – I don't think it'll be 40. I think I think we'll be out of the 20s. I just think 35 is with that number. Nope. What about you? No major reason. What about you, Caleb? I'm, I think I'm right on Fred's level with 35. Here, Here's where this is going to get tricky. And so I think this is going to be one of those – last year type of Tennessee games where they build a gigantic lead and then Missouri is coming back late. So Missouri scores maybe like 31 points because Tennessee's just called off the dogs and let Missouri throw all over the field. And it's like, okay, Missouri scored 31 points, but that doesn't necessarily mean Tennessee needed 32 to win. They probably only needed like 27 or 28 to win. And they let Missouri score a couple of the last minute touchdowns. 
so but i'm so i'll go with fred with 35 but it's it's kind of tricky with 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 something like that um so yeah so, i'll go I, I'm, I'm gonna stick with fred 35 so fred based off what we talked about and just your overall thoughts on this team how do you see the game shaking out let's get your final pick of course i'm, I'm gonna say tennessee um and i'm, I'm gonna go with 35 31 I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be defense on the football field the last half, last part of the game, trying to get get a stop to win it. And I think that's where you get your third sack. Yep. There you go. Fred, Fred we uh, sir. Yes. Oh, sorry. I just want to point out, Fred, I don't know if you know, but the message board and Dave is very, very mad at me because I said, without your production from 95 to 99, without that that period, Tennessee has barely been above Missouri's level as a football program. So they owe it to you to actually claim that they're a better program than But you than take out the best period of that <laughs> time frame. I got the numbers I'll to back it up. Though, I'll say this, though. Since 1998, they went to the SEC championship game 2001, 2004, 2007. They didn't win those, but they still went. And Missouri went in 2013 and 2014 to the SEC. We still went to we still went another time more than they have. Yeah, but they've there been in the go. SEC 12, they've been in the SEC 12 years fewer than Missouri than Tennessee has. They didn't join until 2012. Yeah. You know what Fred and Peyton Manning, you know what Fred and Peyton Manning think about that? Your your take there, Caleb. They're like that is total bullshit. Yeah, that's what they think about that. <laughs> Thank you, Peyton. I didn't have to say it. He yeah, said it's right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. Sorry, I mean, Peyton is usually more. Peyton is usually more reserved and conscious of his image, but you've got him so mad he just can't stop. They're like, that is Y'all know I don't troll on purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fred, it should be interesting, and always Georgia next week. Uh, being a Georgia guy, I'm sure you're up for that one. So we look forward to visiting with you next week. Uh, have a blessed weekend. Rocking the orange again. Tennessee Cider Company. Go to tnsidercompany.com. Use the promo code HAT for free swag like that with any order and those awesome, awesome um, ciders you can order almost anywhere in the United States of America. Yes. Uh, Fred, Man, certainly appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate you guys for having me. Hey, I want to reach out to all my Tennessee people who are in, in the state of Georgia. If you're looking to get some information on your insurance, if you're just looking to see if you got the best coverage or the best levels, if you're looking to see if you have the best coverage for your home insurance or your the age of your roof or how those things work with the storms and everything coming through. Just any information you want to have on your insurance business, feel free to give us a call. My number is 770-381-0367. And you can also look us up on every social media platform there is, Facebook, Instagram, and also <laughs> X. <laughs> X, we're it's finally getting that. I know, I feel like I'm looking at something weird on your phone. Like your wife goes, hey, what are you looking at? Uh, X. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's two thirty, and it, it can get you in trouble to, in more than one way. It could be an ex girlfriend or the start yeah, of something that's not even. You don't want to keep going with the other exes. Yeah, like just, <laughs> it's just X, it's not triple X. With the Michigan science stealing scandal, just real quick before we let you out of here, how great of a poor name is Connor Stallions, though the guy who did it? <laughs> I'm not gonna go there with you, Caleb. I got children <laughs> that watch this show, and I'm gonna go in a different direction. That's right. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Peyton, thoughts? Like, that is total bullshit. Thank you very much, Fred. I appreciate it. All right. Fred White, ladies and gentlemen, he is phenomenal as always. Yeah, Peyton's not going to put up with that.
Caleb, you're just going to have to bring something new. City heating and air conditioning, 50 years in East Tennessee. Integrity matters. Don't trust a fly-by-night HVAC company that could tell you you need a new unit that could cost you thousands or more. Cityheatandair.com. Cityheatandair.com. Coming up on the program, we have our uh, – what do we have coming up? Oh, I'm on the wrong list. All right. We've got the Tennessee-Missouri prop bets. But first, I'm going to get in the Lane Kiffin hot mic thing. Is he in the right or not? And I'm going to tell you why he should be very concerned about his job in two minutes. With Caleb Calhoun, I'm Dave Hooker. I think we're going to get woke next. I don't know what all that means. Caleb's going to help me navigate that land. Oh, I hate, I hate the, I hate the free. Got cataracts. We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at cctis.com. Hi, I'm Rick Terry, and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories, especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. Air These mountains hold and defend a spirit far better than moonshine a drink that holds flavor that becomes necessity a hard cider made and relished by folk who are as hearty as they are legend a refreshment that can only be found in one place with a taste that makes you say give me three bottles of the good stuff tennessee cider company where necessity can be found objective coverage hey that's new. If we get cut, we're going to jail. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. I'm going to need to see some identification. Back to Dave Hooker. We get this Lane Kiffin topic. It's a big thing. And Caleb sent it to me yesterday, and my phone wouldn't work because I was on a business meeting. And I couldn't listen to it, but I like, knew I wanted to listen to it to the point that I called Caleb. And I was like, is there any other format you can send it in? Because I can't hear it in my phone. And Caleb's like, no, why don't you just wait until you get to your spot? And then I'm sure it'll work and you can listen to it. And I'm like, but I want to hear it now. I mean, I was like that needy child. You know, I need it now because I knew that there was a potential out there for really stepping outside some bounds. And I know Lane Kiffin isn't afraid to do that. And most coaches aren't saints, guys. I'm not here to cast some dispersion on Lane Kiffin. I think a lot of the coaches in the SEC would have done what he did, but would have probably found it a way uh, way for it to be a little less messy. So let's go into it. The former Tennessee coach uh, has filed a lawsuit in September of $40 million. No, he didn't file a lawsuit. A player filed a lawsuit. Right. A, uh, A lawsuit is filed by a player for $40 million, alleging that Ole Miss, Kiffin, the whole group, 
that they weren't um, they didn't acquiesce to his mental health concerns, essentially. Correct. Yes. Okay. So. Um, now, help me with this part. What does woke mean? Will you just tell I, me what woke means because I don't I don't want to stick my foot in my mouth, but I want to tell you how I feel. Woke means, oh, okay, I, I don't like to talk about the word woke anymore because it's been so misused and abused. And honestly, anti-wokeness is as stupid as wokeness was back in the day. So woke at its principle is something we should all be okay with at its original meaning, which is just awareness to social injustice, wherever it may be. In this particular case, it that. would be mental illness. Right. In this particular woke case, is oftentimes associated with uh, being uh, transsexual or Bisexual. No, 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 not. It's not that. It's a lot of times it is. In this particular case, we're talking about mental illness. Oh yes, yes. In this particular case, now woke has been used derisively by certain people who think that people who uh, they manipulate awareness to social injustice to go too far to just cast dispersions on people and call you racist and sexist or whatever if you just disagree with it. So, and that's where wokeness to a lot of people has gone too far. And and so. Okay, so this we're not going to – Rocky Top Tom's asking me, please don't get political. I'm not. I'm going to explain to you, though, why there could be an opening at an SEC school with, with Lane Kiffin. I think this thing could blow into this. I'm not saying it should or shouldn't, but because of the woke movement and the canceled culture, I could see this resulting in a coaching change. I'm not going to ruin the show with politics. Don't worry. Just roll with me, Rocky Top Tom, because here's what – and if you haven't heard it, here's what Lane Kiffin had to say. Um, let me give the let me give yeah. the backstory before I play it. So uh, DeSanto Rollins had missed, I think, two weeks of practice, and it was in the spring. And it was a mental health break, he said. Apparently, he had been – reportedly, he had been ghosting Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin – it doesn't sound like wasn't against him taking a two-week break. Lane Kiffin just wanted to talk to him first. And, and so he finally meets with Lane Kiffin, and this is Lane Kiffin, how he responded when they met. And DeSanto Rollins, apparently, it sounds like, secretly recorded him. Here we go. Which in and of itself, may I just say, when you're recording somebody, it makes you, it paints you in a different light. Is that safe to yeah, say? It does. When you're going out of your way to record somebody, that's a little nefarious in and of, in and of itself. All right, go ahead. Tell that to Philip Fulmer. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, here we go. If you would have come here, when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you, and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. What was it? Well, what world do you live in? I don't see why you have to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f***ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach asks to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the f***ing It's called hiding behind sh not showing up to work now what lane didn't need at the end of that was calling him a name and saying not showing up to work but travis says if i missed two weeks of work and avoided my boss at all costs i would get fired kid learned a valuable lesson here's my problem is why does he even have to learn a lesson if somebody doesn't show up to work for two weeks and they don't give us a phone call and they don't say hey i got stuff going on you 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 are gone and that, I, that um, to me is the, but here's the problem with our society. I'm not going to get political. Here's the problem with our society. Lane Kiffin, and it doesn't help when there's some grainy recording of him saying a couple of things he shouldn't have. But for the most part, I was on board with what Lane said. 
except for calling him a name and saying he was hiding behind stuff. But with our society the way it is now, this could, could, not saying it will, this could grow and mushroom to the point that Lane Kiffin loses his job at Ole Miss and gets blackballed by college football and has trouble getting another quality job. Because let's face it, he's already got two strikes against him because of the way he's handled his career previously. Don't don't rule this out, Caleb. This is one of those little bitty things that could grow into a very big thing in the coming weeks. Okay, so I'm with you with the Lane Kiffin thing. I'm with Lane Kiffin. Maybe he shouldn't have used the words. But I, I, you, you've covered him. I, did, I don't know if Lane Kiffin gets – does Lane Kiffin have trouble controlling his temper sometimes? I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Um, he didn't seem like a coach who had trouble controlling his no, temper. No, quite the maybe, opposite. I never, I never spoke to a Lane Kiffin even after they had three players arrested at the pilot for trying to steal a hamburger. I never experienced a Lane Kiffin that sounded that frustrated and that mad. Okay, so here's where I'm going to go with it. I'm on everybody's side. Lane Kiffin should not be fired. He he was 100% in the right. Because here's, here's my thing. And there's a line here. Don't accuse me and don't accuse Dave of not taking mental health seriously because Lane Kiffin was in the right. Because here's my thing. Sometimes maybe there is a mental health issue and he needs it. If I, if I told Dave I need a two-week break, I would hope you would give it to me, but you would expect me to come talk to you first, right? You would expect me yeah. to come. Yeah. And so this is where it is. Let's not dismiss the issue of mental health and sometimes needing to take a two-week break because sometimes people need it. But even if the worst tragedy in the world happens to you, say like you lose a really close family member, you still have a responsibility to tell who you play for, who you work for, what organization, whatever organization you're with, I can't be here for two weeks. I can't be here for a period of time. You can't just ghost somebody. And this is where I'm at with it. I think if, if Link Kiffin gets in trouble for this, this will set trying to address real mental health issues back tenfold. Because if Link Kiffin gets in trouble for this, there will be a backlash to all of a sudden not caring about mental health at all because people will be so upset, rightly, that Lane Kevin got in trouble for this when he shouldn't have. The way you approach mental health, and this should be a protocol across the board, is we will take your mental health issue seriously. We want to do that. If you need this break for whatever it is, fine. But you cannot ghost who you're working for or who you're playing for if you're having these issues. You have to talk to the person. Yeah, that doesn't seem like that should even be that difficult. I mean, a text especially. It's not like he has to send smoke signals. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn, I can see better, and I enjoy life better because I can see better. Local vision service with LASIK, cataract surgery, and regular eye examination, ccteyes.com. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn, local doctors that care about you, support our sponsors. That's why we're here. So uh, it'd be interesting to see how Ole Miss handles this. In some ways... I know, I know it's crazy, but in some ways, I think this could be as big for Ole Miss's program as the Michigan sign-stealing thing is for their program. At the end, I think it could result in a coaching change at both places. Now, it's more likely at Michigan because I think Harbaugh wants to go, but let's not forget Lane Kiffin wants to find another job that he can win a championship at. He doesn't think he can do so at Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, but, Dave, don't you think many of the coaching fraternity and the – will actually side with Lane Kiffin on this in this specific instance. Yeah, but those are those aren't the dudes that are making the hires. Don't you think an athletic director would side? If you're an athletic director, you no. would feel the same way Lane Kiffin made. You wouldn't you wouldn't think like an athletic no. director would never expect to be ghosted by one of the people who works for them. 
No, it doesn't. See, that's the problem I've got with this wokeness thing. It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. It's the how you look. Okay, so listen, Josh Heupel was not a slam dunk as a coach, as, as a hire. Most coaches aren't a slam dunk. How many slam dunks have there been? I thought Urban Meyer to Florida was a slam dunk. I thought Nick Saban to Alabama was a slam dunk. I mistakenly thought Jim McElwain to Florida was a slam dunk. Those are the three slam dunks I thought in my life. And I was right on two of them. Not three, but two. And so here's the problem I have with this wokeness thing. If it's 51% Josh Heupel and 49% Carl from down the road who coached Campbellsville, and Carl doesn't have one of these issues on his his record, this wokeness issue, and Josh Heupel does, then you might make the different height. I don't like let, – let's stop using the phrase woke because I think it's so overused anyway. It's so That's overused fine. and abused. I think it's – everybody – it's totally gone down a rabbit hole. I mean, the right now is so anti-woke it's annoying. The left does too much wokeness. Let's just – yeah, let's just retire it at this point with the wokeness thing. So I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. So – or the phrase – but uh, on the overall issue, if you're, you're talking about how it looks nationally and fair or unfair. And yes, the truth has no has has has, has no. Um, it doesn't affect my judgment of this situation at all. I mean, I think the truth is the kid probably didn't want to play. I think they moved. He wanted to move to defense. I think he probably felt. Um, like he could make a lot of moves because of the transfer portal. Yeah, players have more they have more wiggle room now, Caleb. And I what think sometimes they use that to disadvantage. I, I'm I've all and I think you and I both have been very much for player power over the last and that because for, for the longest time in college football, they did not have enough power. They were they were exploited more than in any other sport. They, but I, so I'm for player power. That does not mean this level of power, though, where you could file a lawsuit and hide behind a mental health accusation where you didn't show up for two weeks. And then and for those who don't know, in the parts of the interview, he basically said to Lane Kiffin, I wasn't ready to talk to you. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you can't sit there and say, I wasn't ready to talk to you. Even if you're not saying, I am in a severe depression. Just send a text. I got a severe depression right now. I really need a two-week break. I can't really talk to anybody right now. Like, I'll explain later. Just something, you know? Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Andy Mason Real Estate. Andy Mason is real estate experts with over four decades combined experience in East Tennessee. Best prices, best service in the Knoxville area. Go to AndyMasonRealEstate.com. And what does Andy do today? He brings you... Prop bets. I love the prop bets. Let's get them rolling right now as uh, our guy Caleb Calhoun has them pulled out. Prop bets make it all more fun. What do we have for prop bet number one? I will tell you if that's a good pick or not via uh, our, our many sounds that we have. We have some fantastic sounds that we like to take advantage of. One would be, that's crazy. And then you suck. Yeah, all right. So which will Caleb be? All right, really so wrong with- or kind of wrong? This is an unfair game for you, Caleb. 
oh no, I'm going to be absolutely right on this because let's start with the one that you already agreed with me on because the over-under is way lower. Squirrel White over under 60 and a half receiving yards. I say take the over easily. Hey now. Gotcha. Locked and loaded. So here we go. First half spread, Tennessee minus one and a half. Tennessee has been playing very well in the first half the last few weeks. Very well. That's been their stronger half. I think even if they, even if they struggle with Missouri, they'll be leading at halftime pretty pretty comfortably. Okay, well, this is like an eye test thing. I'm going to say that I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it'll be close at half, but you're right. You have the stats to back it up, so I can't exactly call you crazy. So I'll just give you a – how about a – even though I disagree. I, hey, now. All right, what else we got? All right. Brady Cook. Don't you hate it when over- people say the eye test thing? It's gotten to the point where the eye test is uh, I didn't do my homework. Yes, I hear so I, much yes. eye test. But anyway, Analy- go ahead. analytics is better than eye test, and I don't care what anybody over sixty says. Analytics is better than eye test, and anal- I'm, I've been proven right. So, anyways, um, Brady Cook over two hundred sixty-five point five passing yards. He's going to go over that. Sorry, guys, he's going over that. That's crazy. I don't think he will. I think uh, it'll be a disruptive pocket. I think Tennessee will make some plays behind the line of scrimmage. I think he'll be pressured. I think Tennessee's in good shape defensively. I don't and. If you if you disagree with me, you you don't you don't believe in how good Kamal Haddon was the way I have. They've been picked apart two weeks in a row by Taquan Roberson and, and Devin Leary. And I think Oh, but good gracious. I mean, we're not talking about an all American. I understand that he's a bit of a uh, difficulty to overcome his loss, but goodness gracious, it's not like he's, he's Kamal Sanders or Dion Haddon all of a sudden. Kamal Haddon was the best cornerback in college football before he got hurt. By far. Bar None. He's going to throw for over 265 yards. Yes, Kamal Haddon was the best cornerback in college football. You can hate on me all day. This whole message board hates Kamal Haddon because we got all these, we got all these guys that are like, you just got to play the game. You just got to be quiet and play the game. And I'm like, no, they don't like a lot of a lot of guys along here don't like Moxie. I like Moxie. Kamal Haddon was balling before he got hurt. He was the best corner in college football. Someone name me. Someone name me a better one. All right, so I'm going to keep going. You know what's uh, what's funny about that story is um, there was a point in September that I thought Caleb actually wanted to shoot Kamal Haddon. I, <laughs> so I I admit when I'm wrong. I react. I do this crazy thing where I react to what I see or react to numbers because I, I react to analytics. So can we go to the message board? Uh, by the way, Rocky Top Tom says no, he wasn't. That's insane. Uh, Rocky Top Tom also says Haddon was possibly the worst corner we've had in 30 years. The coverage grades you. and the stats totally disagree with you, Rocky Top. Tom. Look at David Michael is on Caleb's side. Caleb's right on this one. And Caleb has been angry today. I don't know why that is. All right. So what else what else we got, Prop Bets? All right, a couple more. Okay, so um here's a very, very easy one. A gimme. Joe Milton over 18 and a half rushing yards. Hey now. Is it that low, really? It's that low. 18 and a half. I think maybe they believe that Missouri is going to get a couple of sacks and that counts against your rushing totals. That could be my only thing that why it might go below 18 and a half. But outside of that, in terms of Which net yards, if, by the way, that should count against passing yards. So sh- what about interception yardage too? What about if a guy takes a pick back 80 yards, it should count against your passing yards. You ever thought about that? Quarterbacks will Seriously? fight a lot harder to make, to, they'll, they'll fight a lot harder to tackle defensive backs if they throw a pick. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if a quarterback goes out there, throws 330 yards, but he's cost you two 80-yard pick sixes going the other way, why shouldn't that come off his total? 
Well, it doesn't even, well, in the NFL, it doesn't even count against the quarterback's passing yards when he gets sacked. It counts against the team passing yards. That's why you see selfish players like Aaron Rodgers hold the ball so long because they know if they get sacked, it'll, it won't count against them. It'll count against their offensive line, even though I think it should sometimes count against the quarterback. Dave, you've, how many quarterbacks have you watched that they get sacked a lot because they don't get rid of the ball? Uh, a lot. A little, yeah. bit of, a little bit of Joe Milton action this year, too. Aaron yeah, Rodgers' season-ending injury was his fault. He didn't get the ball out on time. He deserved that season-ending injury because he didn't well, try to father throw his line time's the bus. fault. When you start to have the Achilles and stuff, that's a little bit of father If time. he got rid of the ball quicker, he wouldn't have had the Achilles injury. But he was a selfish player, and he wanted his line to take the blame. There, I said it. There um, are two injuries, Caleb, that you could get a call from me, and it could be, not making the show today, I'm at the gym, Caleb, bad stuff happened. One is Achilles, one is patella tendon, which runs over the top of your knee. Those, those are old people injuries. I hate to say it, but if it happens, that's part of it. What else we got for our prop bets? All right, this is the best bet. It's a parlay, and this parlay is better than any individual bet I just named. Are you ready, Dave? Ready for yes. this? Yes. Cody Schrader and Jalen Wright both score touchdowns. Hey, now. I like that. That's an easy, and just so we can break it down, I think Cody Schrader is like minus 200. Jalen Wright is minus 150. You can get them on FanDuel right now at plus 164. That is a better bet than anything I named. That is almost a guarantee, right, that both of them are going to get into the end zone once. Yeah, no, I'll go with that for sure. So what's your uh, – where are you going? I gave it yesterday. Where are you going with the over, under, and spread? Because uh, you haven't given me yours. Yeah, I like Tennessee to win this game 35-23. to 23. Um, I don't think it's quite as close. I think it is close for um, the first half, which, which again, you could, you could argue against it based off history. That's not the case. But I just get the feeling, that, this is my feeling, that Eli Drinkwitz is going to have a couple plays dialed up because of what happened last year, and he thought he got embarrassed, thought he got the score run up on him. And I think he's going to make sure and come out um, and the, t- the team should be embarrassed over what they put on the field in Neyland Stadium. I mean, that was not that bad of a team that Tennessee hammered. They were having an off year, sure, but, I mean, that was that was pretty embarrassing. So there should be motivation on Missouri's part, no question about it. And we've talked about how Alabama said last year was motivation, and Tennessee said last year was motivation for South Carolina, yet we don't want to talk about it when it hurts the balls. I think it's a big factor. But there's, In the first half, a- particularly, excuse me. See, this is where I actually break from you. Funny enough, I'm becoming more gung-ho on – I'm more gung-ho on Tennessee than Dave is right now, and that hasn't seemed like the case for most of the show. But um, I got to say that, like I said the other day, I think revenge only works if you're the better team. I don't think I don't think the inferior team can come out and all of a sudden make up for being inferior with revenge on their mind. And – so I, I think it does work if you're the better team because you're going to focus a little bit more. Tennessee was the better team than South Carolina last year. They were the better team than South Carolina this year. We agree with that, right? Yes. Yeah. So that they could easily have revenge on their mind. Y'all can hate me, but Alabama was the better team than Tennessee last year overall. And maybe not last year because Tennessee actually might have been better than Alabama last year. But this year, Alabama was the better team. If you had to place a uh, a wager on the Ole Miss game, uh, Ole Miss at Georgia. If you had to place a wager on that, how confident would would you be? Scale of one to ten. It first of all, who are you picking in that? You taking Georgia? I'm picking Georgia to co- Georgia's favorite by ten and a half. I'm picking them to cover easily. I think. Yeah, they- I think so too. Trying to, I'm trying to figure out a, a way around that. Um, I mean, I would have said, okay, so put it this way: had Tennessee not lost to Florida, 
I could actually see Georgia losing this game because they'd be looking ahead to next week. But because Tennessee lost to Florida, Georgia now can win the East by beating Ole Miss. You think they're going to be looking ahead of Ole Miss to Tennessee if they know they can win the East this weekend and put it away? They're putting no. everything into this one, basically. And no, I, they, this this could be the game where Georgia comes out and plays the best they play all year in the regular season. Yeah. And also, uh, got to give our guy Josh Payne a shout out. He brought this out this brought this up this week. I haven't believed in Carson Beck. I don't think he's been great. But someone brought up, or P Josh Pate brought up, Dave, has Carson Beck played like spectacularly bad yet? He hasn't, has he? No, to me, he's al he almost looks like a clone of Stetson Bennett. We just haven't seen him in the fourth quarter in clutch situations, so I, I've hesitated to call him that. But they look very similar. They don't look like they do anything that different. Uh, Beck has a stronger arm. Uh, Beck's a little bit more able in every regard. He's a better overall athlete. But... He looks like uh, an upgraded Stetson Bennett. Like they took him to the shop and they said, "Hey, I, I need some, uh, I need some spinners on this thing, and let's get it rolling." And that's what they did. And Carson Beck rolled out. Yeah, that's a good point. And and, and he hasn't he hasn't had like a Joe Milton against Texas A and M game. Honestly, he just hasn't. And I mean, he hasn't had a. He also hasn't had a Michael Penix Jr. throwing five touchdowns in whatever game you want to name. Um, but he hasn't. So he's been like. It's been like this low ceiling, high floor of Carson Beck all season. And honestly, I think that's what Kirby Smart wants out of his quarterbacks, isn't it? Low ceiling, high floor. Travis says Carson Beck looks like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> By the way, the new shows on that are excellent. The new ones, the new Beavis I, and Butthead. Because it's the oh, same really? stupid voice. And they're just making fun of uh, celebrities and all these people at public events. They just don't have videos to make fun of. But trust me, we do plenty of stupid stuff, this show included, that can be made fun of on a daily basis. 10 a.m. is a matter of fact on weekdays. For Caleb Calhoun, I'm Dave Hooker. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Remember Apex Apparel Group. Do not forget them. Design, brand, market your way. Unique products to promote your business. Apex Apparel Group, right down below. For Caleb Cal Calhoun, I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.